the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's Pastor Joe Sutton from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis. Uh, as always, it's an open invitation to come by and worship with us. Services start at uh, 10.30, and we're located at 1001 Penn Avenue North. Uh, you can go to our website, www.sotl.org. That stands for Spirit of the Lord. And uh, you can go out there and uh, and you can uh, look at the activities we offer. And uh, and uh, you can also, you know, uh, make a donation. If you want to make a donation uh, to help us out as we produce this radio show and others. Uh, you know, one of the things that... that that I want to just explain to you about is, is, uh, is in my, my heart and, and, uh, and starting to have a program at my church called three deep. And, uh, it's called the three, we call it three deep leadership program. And, and, and it's made up of different parts. One part is, a, uh, the three deep leadership Academy, which is an eight week program. Every summer we do, we get kids together from nine thirty in the morning till four thirty in the afternoon. And we go over, uh, education we go over uh, uh, purpose, and then we do uh, athletics uh, in the afternoon. And they get a nice, uh, healthy meal and snack, and we do field trips, and we do career days, and, and we try to make it there. But our mo- main purpose is to uh, to raise up and influence the next generation of leaders. We also have a track program called the uh, Eagles Wings Track Program. comes out of Isaiah, where it says we surmount up on wings as eagles they should run and not grow weary and walk and not faint and so that's our model uh at with the track program then we also have a generals program a college prep program where uh, i teach leadership skills and i teach uh help kids navigate the college process uh we've been very successful in uh getting kids in the universities and and uh pretty much getting them in there debt free as they go through the program with us and then uh, we also do other little neighborhood outreaches, sports camps, anything to get out there to to get the word of Jesus Christ out into our community. Now, if we do all that, and basically we do it off of, of, of donations from individuals uh, such as yourself. That That's what really drives us. We've been blessed to have some uh, foundations come behind us, and uh, they, they help us, especially with the, the salary of our high school and college-age staff. Uh, that come back as part of their leadership development, they in turn become staff people. And then we teach them, uh, you know, how to lead, how to flex their gifts, you know, how to teach, how to coach, how to train, uh, because we want them to be prepared, not just to uh, have a good GPA and a good test score to get into college, but we want them to have 
the skills that's needed, decision-making skills, uh, speaking skills, uh, planning skills, uh, problem-solving skills. You know, uh, we when they're young, we, we send them through critical thinking models, and, and we want them to get to the point where they can be leaders, where they can get step out there and, and, and be an impact upon their generation. And, and, and part of that impact is, is that we allow them to lead. You know, we allow them to lead. We, we allow them to, to flex their gift before they get there. So we're not telling them to wait till they're 22, 25 years old and then start to lead. Uh, they start leading at 12. If they've been in the program uh, more than two years, uh, they start taking the ACT uh, when they're in eighth grade. And uh, we get them ready for that part, getting into college. And we try to get the test scores out of the way by the 10th grade year. And we work on the soft skills, you know, so they know how to speak to people, approach themselves, how to motivate, you know, how to manage relationships, uh, how to conduct a conversation, you know, it's, it, how to give a public speech or, or even a seminar. And some of them, if, they, if that's the call in their life, so some young people we had are excellent teachers. We, we have teachers who teach them how to teach, teach them how to develop a lesson plan, how to how to control the classroom, you know, so even when they go and become teachers, they've already got those things out of the way. So we, we try to create this this thing. And, and the point of creating this thing is not that we can, our church could have, have this focal point, but we wanted to create a model that other churches could use. And some have, and some church and organizations have taken our model and adjusted it to, you know, what, what they want to get done. And, uh, and, and they've used it. Yeah. Matter of fact, they, they, they took a variation of our college prep model and uh, going to take it into schools. So so we're, we're just trying not to be the big cheese, but we want to be the catalyst. We want to be the center of influence. And so if, if, if your church is just interested in a, in, a, in a program, they can they can reach the kids in your church or in your neighborhood. You know, just uh, contact me, you know, three uh, deep leadership dot com is our website for 3D and our website for the church is sotl.org but it'll link you over to uh to 3D and it also link you uh to my email that you can email and contact me my email is uh s u t t o n s m p l at aol.com yep i'm still with aol and my kids tell me i need a gmail account to to get hit I'm sticking with my AOL. So, you know, that email has been around a long, long time. Uh, and if you go to either one of the websites, it'll, it'll link you there. Uh, you can find my cell phone on the website. You know what I mean? You can contact me and uh, you can do that. And, and, and the reason why I bring that up today is the end of the year. This will be our last program of the year. The next program will be in the new year. And um, as always, with any uh, nonprofit, our nonprofit arm is called, is called Reapers International. And uh, and and that's where you know majority of our donations flow through Reapers International, and uh, and you know I'm thankful for uh, especially the Bremer Foundation and and uh, you know the McGuire Family Foundation for the help that that they that they give us and allowing us to make an impact. But you know sometimes you know when I first came up with this idea, I said, well you know I, I don't want to go get a grant based on faith. And I know I'm a faith man, but I said I, I want to get a grant based on uh, that it actually works. So uh, I tried this concept of this programming with my own children, right? I'm a part of a national think tank, a group of black leaders called the Summit. And uh, some well-known leaders are part of the Summit. 
And we were thinking about how do we address the leadership vacuum that we're facing in the African-American community? And not just in the Christian community, but the African-American community. So we embarked upon uh, this quest to create 5,000 African-American leaders in 10 years. And we set up three pilot programs, uh, one in Minneapolis, one in Detroit, and one in uh, Newark, New Jersey. And so we set up these these pilot programs where we would uh, take kids between the ages of uh, 13 and 18 and run them through this curriculum and then follow them up in college and then in turn get them to uh, start a group and let it multiply out. Uh, Our first group of generals, uh, they did well. They're doing well for themselves. They're all between the ages of 28 and about 33. And then we have another group of generals that's coming up behind them. And uh, the first group of generals is just now starting to to work with other young people. And uh, so we've had a lot of people come alongside us. Uh, the Willow Creek Leadership Association, different people have come alongside of us and, and, uh, and, and offered to help us in this endeavor because people realize that leadership is, is lacking. In the last 20 years, you've seen degrees in leadership, degrees in organizational behavior uh, become common uh, to get out there. Uh, it's a shame that we have to teach it, and it's not a natural flow of who we are. Discipleship is leadership training, and uh, but discipleship is becoming a lost art, even in the body of Christ, where you get together with somebody one-on-one and, 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 and teach them how to use their gifts to bring glory to God. And uh, but that's what we do. We just do it the old fashioned way. So we've been successful. Uh, I have seven kids personally, uh, probably about to pick up two more, but <laughs> I have seven kids personally. And, um, and I'll be honest with you, I, I've I've uh, all my kids are taking leadership positions. Uh, all of them have been paid to go to school. Uh, you know, now what I mean by that is, is that they've all gotten, uh, you know, academic scholarships, you know, because. They understand how to present themselves, they understand what to do, understand how to take care of business, and and uh, and that's just what it is. And, and the kids that have come through the program have, and we have our first batch coming out of college this year, you know, from that original batch we started 13 years ago. They're coming out of college this year, and uh, is it going to be exciting to see what they do and uh, how life is going to take them. And uh, and I just want to invite you to be a part of that. You know I mean? It's, it's always a chore. That is not the thing I like the most is – is uh is is raising money, you know what I mean? But I'm I'm just telling you that that the proof is in the pudding, you know, when you look and see, and uh and so I mean what you know our goal now is to try to uh, bolster our monthly support and and hire and uh an, an executive director. Uh, most of you listen to the show know I'm on dialysis three days a week. Uh, when I get out of dialysis, I am wiped out and uh, I can't keep up. With uh, with the mentoring and the athletics and the academics and everything like that and all the kids in the program by myself and uh, and so I just need to we need to get out there and we need to hire somebody that can help coordinate the program and take it to the next level and uh, and so after meeting with different planning people we, we developed a strategic plan and and you know our goal our goal this year is is uh you know it's not much we do a lot you know for ninety four thousand dollars. Uh, you know, as as one strategic planner told me, I get more done with ninety four than some get with a half a million. You know what I mean? And and so to prove that to you, these next few shows, especially during the month of January, 
that you hear. Uh, you may hear my voice. You may not hear my voice. Uh, but, you know, in keeping with uh, raising up a next generation of leaders, uh, you're going to hear from uh, that next generation of leaders. And you'll be able to make a, a choice yourself. Uh, most of these, most of the voices that they are going to be leading the program this next month have been involved, man, in our program since, oh, my goodness, man, probably this, most of them are in the early 20s, so at least the last 15 years they've been, <laughs> they've been involved, some from the very beginning, from the very first three deep. Uh, and so they, you've heard them before as they've done interviews here on the show, but I'm turning the show over to them with, with the challenge of this is that I need for you to communicate to the KKMS audience, uh, you know, what it takes to reach your generation and and who's out there doing it. And so I don't know how they're going to come up with this show. They, they, I told them they can, they may invite me on, they may not invite me on. I, I told them they, it can go either way, you know, but I, you know, I trust them. They, they've come up. They've, they've taught in our programs. They've led our programs. Uh, they're leaders at their schools. They're leaders in other ministries. And, uh, and, and like I said, they're all like 22. Uh, <laughs> I think the oldest one is going to be, one of the ones you'll hear from is, is probably 30. And, uh, and so, and everybody else is, uh, getting ready to come out of college this year. And I, and I want you to hear what they put together and support what it is that they do. Because I think we we owe it to ourselves. You know, when I look at uh, a mentor of mine, he always says that if you can achieve your vision in your lifetime, then it probably didn't come from God, because God is is He's a multi generational God. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What He gave the vision He gave Abraham couldn't be fulfilled in Abraham's time. You know, it couldn't be fulfilled in his time. He, he had to He had to depend on Isaac and Jacob. And and Judah and all the rest of them, he had to depend on them for his vision to come to pass. And that's how God wants us to do is he wants us to quit living from generation to generation, allowing various gaps, whether it's economic gaps or age gaps or class gaps or whatever racial gaps to come in there and stop us from achieving the unity that we need, you know, especially in the body of Christ. I'm talking about those. I expect those gaps in the world, but not in the body of Christ. And we need to come together to understand what it is. So. So, you know, now where there's time, you know, where I still have breath in my body and I'm not forgetting where my cane is, you know, <laughs> I like to turn the reins over and uh, and and let them get a taste of what it's like and, and what they need to do. And so that you, too, can see, uh, you know, what is going on. And I just got I I have some some that I'm, I'm uh, really proud of, really just some really young, uh, dynamic leaders. You know, last week I had a. Uh, Michael Graves on with me and uh, he's in the studio uh, with me now. And, you know, he's worked three deep before his kids have uh, gone through three deep. And, and sometimes those little kids, man, I, I tell people those, those little kids know the rules better than adults do. You know, they, you know, when it's a new staff person comes in, the kids be schooling them like, Oh no, 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 we can't do that. We got to do this before we do that. And they be getting frustrated. These little kids, uh, know how it goes, but they know from the very beginning that they come in that program that we expect them to be staff one day. I, I expect them to be staff one day. If they're not staff with me, then wherever they go to be staff at, they still have my support and mentoring that they pick up through the year, and it, and it goes that way. And they they just they from the time they come in the door, they they they're taught that they they will lead. 
You know what I mean? And they are all given opportunities to lead, lead little projects, lead little things. And you got to rotate in such a way to let them find out what are their gifts and what are their strengths. And, and that's what the program is. So we're going to take a break right now and come back. I want to explain to you our 3D uh, formula for success and, uh, and, and just want to prep you and, and get you ready for this uh, next generation of leaders. It's going to be a blessing to you for the next month. Paycheck, your position got you respect. Yeah, you waited and you made it, and your head. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Pastors, if you like free bowling, free food, and fellowshipping with other pastors around your local community, the Pins for Pastors Bowling Event is right up your alley. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Tuesday, January 26th at Park Tavern in St. Louis Park is the fourth annual AM 980 The Mission Pins for Pastors, beginning at 9 a.m. Bring your pastor friends, bring some business cards, and bring your appetite for this fun-filled afternoon as we honor our local pastoral community. Space is limited, so sign up now at am980themission.com. Hey, welcome back to Isaiah 61, the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. Uh, we're talking about uh, our 3 deep leadership program today as we wrap out the end of the year. Um, you know, as I always state, that one of the reasons why that we uh, brought Isaiah 61 to the radio was to just to be an encouragement to other, uh, you know, small churches and ministries out there that uh, you don't have to let size limit you and limit your influence. Uh, you may not can... Uh, influence is a, just a great tool that I think we don't use that much is that you know I can't reach everybody but I can influence people and I hope to influence you and, and with our 3D uh, leadership uh, model we hope that we influence people enough to institute their own models and the ability to reach out to their community uh, 60% of the kids that we have in our in our, in our summer program uh, don't go to church and, and I, I can say that because that's my limit, you know. What I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I've I've had some Christian parents get mad at me because I wouldn't let their kid in because I did not want to mess up my sixty forty balance. You know, what I mean, because my whole purpose is to reach the to reach the loss. I'm not a Christian babysitter. You know, what I mean, as to reach the loss, and uh, and so we try to keep it. It meant most times it's seventy thirty, but the lowest we go is sixty sixty forty. You know, in dealing with those kids. And I and like with our track team, this is mainly, it's really for kids who can't sit still. Cause we we're we're in our leadership academy, six hours a day, and uh and track is, uh like an hour and a half, three times a week, and kids can handle that. We still teach the same skills, uh we teach it a different way. You know, we just use athletics as the base, but we're still there. But our formula for success is three E to the power of J C equals success that's three e to the power of jc equals success now the e's the three e's are education enlightenment and exercise 
to the power of Jesus Christ, JC, equals success. Yeah, I mean, when you take education, exercise, and enlightenment, and you put in the power of Jesus Christ, you're going to be successful. Now, enlightenment is 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 coming to the awareness of what one's purpose is. So we 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 give kids spiritual gift tests. We give them uh, just natural gift tests. You know, we look at it. You know, we whoa, we do uh, we do a little genealogy tree to see what natural gifts flow in the family. Uh, you know, we make it fun. You know, we, we, we get in there and we have learn and explore, uh, you know, kids, older kids write books and then read them to younger kids. We come up with all kinds of creative ways. You know, if a kid is behind in, in reading, then, uh, you know, we don't leave them. If like a fifth grader is reading at third grade level, we don't leave them in a class with a bunch of fifth graders. We put them in a third grade class, but we don't put them in there to learn. We put them in there to read, to teach. So they have to read to third and second graders. So at the same time, they're serving and they feel important because they're in leadership. But at the same time, they're also improving their own reading skill, you know, in what they go. So we don't run classes. We mix our classes all up so no one has to feel uh, placed in a bubble or anything like that. Because our main goal is to, to get you to embrace who you are. And go out there and glorify God by walking in your purpose. Now I have Mike in the uh, studio with me here, and uh, I mean Mike. I remember your first three uh, deep experience was the cook. <laughs> yeah, we always had to have a cook. We the first year we did the free lunches through the through the through the, uh, through the city, and things were so nasty, man. I wouldn't feed them to nobody, man. So we start cooking our own meals. Uh, in house, you know, so as a person who's seen them there as, as a cook and is helping in the classroom and, and just helping us in general and having your kids go through there, uh, you know, just what, what would you say are some of the positive points of, of, uh, of the three deep uh, leadership Academy? Um, it's, it, it's just a good program for, for kids, you know, to really find their confidence in themselves and also to find that, they can find and explore their purpose in Christ and not feel like they have to be ashamed of getting to know and enjoying this God that we are, you know, that we serve. And it's also good, like, from, from my kids, um, just the, the confidence level that, that I've seen my daughter, you know, come into and just, you know, being exposed to, being able to teach in the program and to feel adequate and to know that she has a, you know, has a place and has a role. And it's been, you know, just a really good experience for her. Yeah. And, and one of the, one of the hard parts of it is, is that because especially with our first generation kids, you know, like your son, your daughter, my sons and daughter is that some things they know, but then they want to follow everybody else. And it's amazing to see the ones come after them who who it's a shame, but they basically learn from their mistakes. So like next week, I'll bring in all the ones in college and I bring all the ones in the program together for a free meal. Right. We're going to cater it at the church. And every year I bring the ones in college back and I always ask the ones who are not in college, I say, you know, ask them any question. And they all want to ask them one type of question. They ask them the social questions. They ask them about the parties. They ask them about your roommates. They ask about the food in the cafeteria. They ask about everything. 
And I always look at them and say, uh, you better ask them what scholarships they got to pay for this. That's what you better be asking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll try to find out what scholarships did they get awarded so that I can use their inside track. Why don't you talk to that person tell them to give me a scholarship? You know what I mean? That's, you know, but they all want to learn about the social because, you know, in, in this thing called media, it always highlights that part of college life, you know, the social part of college life. And that's all. Yeah, I mean, you see it in your daughter. Uh, you know, my daughter's just too cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, she she still follows the 3D method. You know, I teach this method in 3D. 50% of your money should go to savings. 10% should go to tie. 10% should go to personal development. And 30% goes to you. If you do this, by the time you go to school, you'll have $4,000 in your bank account if you come through our program. Nobody follows it. They go out and buy Jordans, iPods, everything like that, spend up all the money. My daughter still follows it. Mm. You know, she got a $2,000 check the other day and she said, I had to put $1,100 in my savings. I said, why? She said, 50% goes to savings, dad. You know that. And I was like, one out of 20. Actually, listen. (laughs) One out of 20. You know what I mean? Actually, listen to what we said. But, uh, you know, I just want to encourage you these next few weeks, uh, you know, call in, uh, email us when you listen to the shows. Encourage these young people. Uh, They're going to come. They're working on their shows right now. Uh, and so uh, they'll probably record them during the Christmas break for the ones that come home for college. And uh, and I know you're going to be blessed. I know you're going to encourage us. And uh, if you have a want to give a year-end gift, just hit us on the website. We got a PayPal account on both sites. God bless you and have a great day. <laughs> Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com